0: PFT Media
1: You are now listening to Cinema Crespadiso
0: Okay Show me
2: Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. What's up my dudes? Sometimes the universe is telling you, hey buddy, go do this thing, and you go do the thing, and it's great. It's exceedingly rare, but it happens. A friend of a friend couldn't see Parasite on Friday at IFC Center, so I did. Some people are very jealous of me. I don't want to say much other than, my man Bong Joon-ho gets better with every film. He makes it look so damned easy. He's always been an interesting filmmaker, but Parasite puts him in a whole other class with filmmakers like Kubrick and Wilder and Hitchcock. This movie's so fucking good it makes me mad. It's like, hey everyone else, take your shit and go home. Bong Joon-ho can just make all the things now. Fuck. I also watched El Camino on Netflix last night. It was good. It's a fitting coda to the Breaking Bad saga. Didn't overuse attachments or manipulate the viewers too much. I can see why Gilligan would want to revisit this story this way. Years after Breaking Bad ended, I did sort of feel let down by Jesse's ending. Even though the show wasn't necessarily about him, it was. And his character needed more closure. Tonight, Chef Brian and I are going to get some stuff, get weird, and check out some post-rock. Explosions in the Sky 20th Anniversary Tour. See you on the other side. Stay cool. Billy D. Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen Listen to to a shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo
0: Tiso. Yes, what is up? It is episode three hundred and fifty three of Cinema Crest buddy. So in Roman numerals I will be C C C L I I I. Alright, here we go. Okay. That is sure. right.
1: That's correct. Because people still use Roman numerals.
0: The Super Bowl. The NFL uses Roman numerals. Okay. That's one. I use them for our episode cover art. Well, it's all right, Chris. So it's two. Get 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 used to it. You you might want to get
1: used to it because there is uh, there was a poll put out, and uh, something like fifty five percent of the people polled are against having an Arabic numeral system. Which is what we use. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're racist fucks.
0: They're just so... Would you Would you want to use an Arabic? Yeah, and they're like no. Yep. Oh, yes, that's... and they
1: have no idea that the system for numbers that we've been using for thousands of years was based in <laughs> Arabia.
0: Well, there was algebra, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, right. calculus, all that shit. Yeah, we, we don't need it apparently. Well, that's fine when when L V <laughs> of people respond as such, and that's how we will uh, we will adjust accordingly. A Majority rule. That's how it should work, right? Uh, that's when the electoral college comes in and saves us. That's, uh, and helps us keep can we, America. Can we not talk what? No, we're not going to talk can about we that. We're not about that. not talk about that. That's
1: fine. Do, you do you want to? Want to, to me? do, I mean, we can do an entire Christmas so special <laughs> <laughs> talking politics with Paul and yeah, politics. Yeah, talking politics
0: with Paul and politics. Let's bring him back. You're Paul. on politics. Yeah. Uh, another, maybe another day. I'm, a little, I'm just a little, not. I'm not, a little, not a a little tired. For it. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the daily news cycle hurts my brain enough. It's been
0: two two solid years of it so far going on no, but it, we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about movie stuff we're going to talk and you about keep talking about nine you're the one who brought it up right did you bring it up i don't know we'll run the tape and listen later uh we're going to talk about movies we're going to talk about people who make movies and not only does that include the big hollywood muckiny mocks all across the country over there making these gigantic entertainments that we talk about but it also talk means the uh uh, the cool people who make short films and, and, and are doing it on their own. We've had a number of, uh, of filmmaker guests through Chicago over the years. And today is now no exception to that rule because with us is a uh, director. Yes. Uh, yes, writer, producer. Yes. All the hats, grip, I should assume, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, a B- times. Maybe a little bit of catering. <laughs> Cameraman, <and> actor. <laughs> I, uh, on this level, I, I've been there. <laughs> Uh, creator, maker, mastermind of uh, horror short film, Survive If I Let You, Drewster Cogburn, is... Uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't let you. Spo- spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not up spoiler to him. Away. Spoiler he alert. He doesn't, he doesn't let you. Spoiler not up to him. <laughs> no. uh, I know him on Twitter. I've known him on Twitter for God, almost, almost decade now, like eight years now. One of our oldest supporters, going back to the SBK Live days, our favorite... Low-calorie listener, Drew of and on Twitter, it's Matt Celery, yeah! Hey, how we going? What's First? up, Matt? How you doing, buddy? Much. I'm good doing, lean into the mic just a little bit closer there. Nothing much. I'm chilling. Excellent, yeah. man. Good to yeah. see you, dude. Uh, very cool to meet you officially. Happy you know. to be here. It's so, so cool. You've been one of our uh, uh, supporters. Remember going back to like the movie Chain Game, you were always mm-hmm. good for suggestions uh, to kick it off over there. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so since you've been supporting us and supporting SBK and all this time, all these years, and then now you've got this going on, you're making a movie, i thought perfect time to have you on mm-hmm. and talk to you about your process. And we're going to do that in the second half. When we do the plugs, I'm going to ask you about the short film. Okay. You can tell us what it's about. And you said it's for a, uh, like a challenge, like a. Yes. Uh, and the submissions today. Yes. The due dates today. Midnight. Oh, oh, it, holy cow! <laughs> is it done? Uh, we'll talk. about Oh that. man! <laughs> One of the tenets of filmmaking: a movie is never finished; it's just abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. No, he'll be working until 8th. fifty-eight. I'm so sure. Sure. It. Yeah. You got to give yourself a few upload minutes to make sure mm-hmm. you you know level fifty-five. Um, so we'll talk about that in the second half when we do the plugs. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. But in the first half, we're going to do that thing where we talk about all the movies that we've seen and whatnot. And we saw one big movie this week, Interesting Cogburn. Mm. Yes, we did. We saw that Gemini man. Oh boy, Will Smith v. Will Smith. Will, well, I mean, sort of. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith mm. versus...
1: CG Will, Will Smith with, <laughs> surprisingly, the same problem that uh, Henry Cavill had in the last Superman movie. He had a strange upper lip. Did you notice that? The mouth no. there yeah. The yeah. mouth was the
0: only... Like, well, not the only part, but there was, was that was startling sometimes. It was very startling most of the time. Um, let's just talk about the movie real quick. So it's for people who I don't know. I mean, this thing's been marketed to hell now, right? Everyone knows there's a Will Smith movie out there, right? Yeah. A few people know that, and it's uh, the big hook is that it's a clone. Him, he, he's a hitman, beat down by a clone, a younger clone of himself. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the movie, it's what is he? He's fifty. He even said something something like that, yeah. fifty. Fifty one. And uh, his clone is like twenty five. And when they made it, he did some, like, there's a picture, I saw a picture online of uh, Will Smith with, like, a cap on Mm -hmm. to hold a camera close to his face to do that sort of motion capture thing. And he has a number of, and it's funny you say the mouth, there's a number of the the dots around his mouth and his jaw, but that's it. The rest of his face has a couple, but they look like they were just focusing on his mouth. But then later, I read an interview with Ang Lee where he's like, oh, yeah. We just built this character from scratch. It's a completely CG character. It's not motion capture, and it's not a de-aged Will Smith, because that's what like they do mm-hmm. with Marvel, right? They de-age their guys. Yeah. They said we didn't put the de-aging or mask. Them. Or they have to up-age them, which is easier. You can do that with makeup. Yeah. Um, they said so we just created a holy CG character, and you can tell at times where it's just like... A, it's it, so I mean when I say you can yeah. tell I mean it's so incredibly obvious yeah. it's like holy cow that a, yeah. a, a video game character just walked into this movie correct the way the way his whole body moves everything yeah
1: the one at the end oh dude the one the one at the end when he was on the college campus was by far was the, the worst, worst of them all it Was the last for one whatever reason it was the worst and one. It, it was so bad
0: it's like you don't go out with your worst one you try to go with your best no, one exactly they went out with their worst one yeah and there's some close ups of a great there's are sometimes when it looks like wow. there are even some. some when I, there, there are oh, wow, there are
1: parts really of good. scenes where it looks good, yeah. and then like immediately it goes to bad, and then back to good, and then back to bad, depending on on what his face whatever. has to do,
0: the movements. There's one time where his eyes were moving inside his, and we we're talking about the young CG when his eyes moving, and it's like it has that. L.A. Noir, Uncanny Valley, dead eyes. Like yeah. there's, there's no light in there. Especially when right behind him is Clive Owen. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's a real, there's a real eyes. <laughs> and now here's some fake eyes. I can see the eyes like in the same screen. I can yeah. tell the difference, right? Um, all right, so that being said, so the CG effect isn't there, but is the rest of the movie there? Is no. the story there? No. <sighs> no. It, was, it, was, it was a brilliant
1: attempt to... Market a movie based on technology alone, mm. and unfortunately, there was not much story there for the technology Which, to lean on. It's an
0: action movie. I've been rewatching a lot of action movies lately. The story doesn't have to be that. No, but then you have to have some really good fucking action. And I thought the action was fine. It was okay. Uh, I thought it was shot well. Will Smith looks good doing it. A few instances of his uh, of his stunt doubles. I like, oh, that's a stunt double. Actually, that one. There was one where I guess it was a stunt double doing that long car, the motorcycle bit, mm-hmm. and then like, and then it zooms in real close to his face. I, I, I was like, I think that's a stunt double who then they are like grafting Willy's face, face onto, onto, it, onto you know. him, <clears throat> something like that. Uh, I like the car chase, I like the bike chase, I like that kind of stuff. Uh, the gun stuff was okay. It was you know it was a fine action movie, but Angley doesn't really do action movies that often. No, exactly. He's, he's got he's got the Crouching Tiger, he's got Hulk. What else is he's got this, and then Red Red Lantern is like a war movie. It's a Chinese war movie. And then he has this. I'm
1: sure the Chinese war movie is much better than this American whatever. The, yeah, the director's
0: kind of supposed to be fantastic. Yeah,
1: he seems to uh, do better work when he's in his own element.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, he's trying. To I mean, a not to knock here. Life of Pi or anything. Life of Pi it's a actually, great movie. I, I forget about Life of Pi. Well, it's not an action movie no, though. But no, life, not at all. I actually I like Life of Pi quite a bit. It's very good. <laughs> But it's also based on a book, and the book is very... Okay, well, like, story. Yeah, story. So yes, yes. Story. Yeah, story. So Gemini Man's story is like just not there, but I was going to it more for the Will Smith in the action. Will Smith himself is great. I always like him. I always like him. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. When did I not like him? After Earth? Bright. After Earth, bright? Nah precious not good. After Earth was the problem with the character, right? Where the character was dead inside. Yes. <laughs> so he did. He did really good at playing dead inside. That's <laughs> so incredibly not compelling. It's like, it's like you have to suppress all your emotions. Yeah, so like, exactly. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Why am I wondering? Where's the drama? <laughs> There's no I, emotion. No emotion. No. You have to kill the monster. You have to be still. We have one of the most emotive, talkative actors on the planet. Okay, let's have him shut up and be emotionless. It's like that. Eddie Murphy movie. One of the last movies he fucking did was that Thousand Words one where it's like the the tree with all the leaves are falling off and every word he says a leaf falls. Oh, yeah. And then once all the leaves are gone he can't, he can't speak talk. anymore. Yeah. So the whole movie's about him like Reserving his speech and not speaking, like why well, the fuck you have Eddie Murphy in your movie and you're making a movie not where talk? He, this guy, oh, gee, he doesn't yeah. talk. It's like you're making a movie with Michael Jordan. And it's like you're not going to give him a basketball once, no. one time, no. Or <laughs> you know, we're doing,
1: we're, we're making a baseball movie about Michael Jordan. Oh, true. <laughs> That's what we're
0: doing. You done fucked up. <laughs> you done fucked up.
1: You don't have to tell me, dude. I I I watched Michael Jordan strike out three times in front of my face. Three times. Three times I watched. Over
0: three in a game. That's called a golden sombrero. <laughs> and Jordan wins all the prizes. He's <laughs> awful in baseball. That's so funny. He's too lanky. He's too big. He's, yeah. he's not meant for it. Meanwhile, Tim Tebow out there doing killing it. Doing successful like professional semi pro ball. He's a AAA in the Mets farm system and uh you know the Mets would kill Yo, they, 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 to they, be able to bring him out to pros. They're, they're for just, it, just for the marketing.
1: But the thing is yeah. though, they he has to be ready for they it. Actually, have like, to be able to he, justify. He cannot it. flop. It, it,
0: would be, it would be so transparent when they, <laughs> yeah, when they, well, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Why are we talking about Tim Tebow? Sports talk, it's Chris and Drew. Oh yeah, that's why right. we're doing sports <laughs> talk. I forgot about that. We're talking about rugby and all this shit before the show. Um, so uh, I don't know. It's like when it, I bet you too. The movie is probably not that well reviewed. 26 percent. Oh, oh yikes!
1: Yeah. Oh, they eviscerated it, dude. Yeah. What's the
0: rating though? Uh, five, five out of ten. 4.6. hey See, I would actually give it like a... I'm going to like it more than most people. Just because yeah, you know. I'm an action movie mm-hmm. fan. I'm yes, an action movie correct. fan and I'm a Will Smith fan. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm going to go ahead and give it... Personally, I'm going to go like 6 out of 10. Hey, you know what, Chris? I'm going to give it... And for me, that's passing.
1: I'm an action movie fan. I'm a Will Smith fan. I give it fucking garbage. Whoa! Gar- <laughs> garbage out of 10? Like, like- seriously... <laughs> Don't bother. You. Don't even waste the time watching this movie. It is not worth. Not it. even worth the time. No. Damn,
0: Matt. Not even worth the time. Dude, I was How so you? bored watching. I, I for the first time in my life, I was bored watching a Will Smith movie. Nah, you must have been bored watching Aladdin.
1: Yeah, I was too horrified to be bored. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I still had to adjust to him being a weird blue thing every time. You
0: never saw Seven Pounds? No, I did not. That would have bored you, probably. probably. Um, I never saw the, this, this the, is the a Legend drama. of Bagger
1: Vance. Man, don't see that. <laughs> Man, don't see. Don't. It just seemed way too racist. It is. I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you did it.
0: It's like, no, I'll make this trope work. I'm like, no, Will. Don't. Yeah, no. No, no. Um. Okay. Well, so honestly, then, what's a the garbage out of 10? Two. I mean, I'd one, give
1: it somewhere between like a three and a four. Damn. Out of 10. brutal. Like, I, I, I applaud it for trying something new. Sure. Which is fine. And,
0: it, and it, new. Ish, because as I'm watching the movie, I'm thinking of other movies that have done something similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the same actor doing similar roles in the same scene, even interacting with each other. Uh, uh, most famously, obviously, is uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Double Impact, yes. yeah, as yeah. we all know. Uh-huh. Yes,
1: um, well, and, and the bad guy at the end. When they touched each other and turned to the weird Uzi monster.
0: That's Time cop. <laughs> same thing as Van yeah, Damn knows we're as mother, baby. He knows He's like, we need we need to do this better than one two people. There's one of me, and then we have two of me, and then we are both the same. <laughs> um, in uh, I liked how there is like an action scene where young Will Smith. Obviously, the whole thing is. Young versus old, and there's a scene where they're like wrestling around with each other, and there's like their hands on each other, and their faces are smushed against and they, each other. They really like pushed in on that, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like look, and it looks good. Like they really took the time for that scene, and maybe that's why some of the other scenes didn't look so well. They start working so hard on this like one five second shot, and then later it's like oh no, why? Do you look, within this video game will walk down here. It's like oh, this is from that Bad Boys Two game that never got made, <laughs> that never got released. Oh, like they just found I the kinda, files. I
1: kind of want to play that now.
0: A Bad Boys Two game. <laughs> <laughs> where you're doing, like, a car chase and, and the truck in front of you is throwing dead bodies, no, corpses, and you got to ride over them. Just a bad him. boys
1: game where we go through the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. okay. I want the movie to start off where I'm Will Smith at a KKK meeting. Yeah. Killing a bunch of people.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and then you think, like, oh, this is the final game, of the of the final scene of the of the game. And then you go to Cuba and, like, you have to drive yeah. down the, mm-hmm. through the... Yeah. the are not favelas. What do they call them in Cuba? The badios. Um... Yeah, it's like so. It's it is the time old tradition of two two actors playing the same thing, but in this case, they de-aged one of them and his voice is younger. But it's like that effect just isn't all the way there. It's like we're eighty close. percent there. We are. I'd close. say like eighty five. Eighty five. Yeah. Because yeah. at times it looks great. At times, it's like when young Will Smith is talking he's like man that voice isn't even like coming from that space that they're in it's so <laughs> obvious that like this voice is being pumped in like you know sound design yeah. it's so hard when you have something recorded in camera and then you go back and you want to ADR in a sound effect another actor's voice later and he try to match them together it's like god like one guy sounds like he's in an airplane and the other one sounds like he's <laughs> underwater and I gotta make them sound like they're in the same room together talking Yeah, that, that's just brutal Just cog room. What, I don't know anything about Santa. What's up. the consensus on Rotten Tomatoes? Like, How did they wrap it up? Is that pretty much what we've just been saying for the last 10 minutes? Yeah. As
1: always, Chris, Gemino, <laughs> you know, man, impressive visuals are supported by some strong performances, but this sci-fi thriller is fatally undermined by mm. a frustratingly subpar story. Yeah. they working Every so time, hard on everything
0: Chris. else that they just like strung together a simple story. Worked mm-hmm. for John Wick. Didn't yeah. work here. Um, Worked for Avatar. Didn't work here. To, to a larger extent, it did work for Avatar. To a lesser extent, I mean, but yeah, you're correct. Um... Supporting cast, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of her doing mm-hmm. action. Uh, I think she's fantastic. I'm a big fan. Yes. I'm trying to remember the first time I saw her. I, don't, I think I saw her on something before Death Proof. If I can't recall. Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim was after Death Proof. No. Um, uh, 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 the guy there, what's his name? The, uh, the dude who was the guy, the person. You know what I'm talking about. The dude who was the guy, the person. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Clive Owen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I got there. I got there. <laughs> Clive Owen was cool. He was good. He was all right. And uh, who else? <laughs> was there someone else in this movie that I don't know. I guess that's just it. Mm-hmm. Mew and Clive Owen. So yep, there we go. Yeah, that's it. All right. So Gemini, Gemini Man gets a big Gemini meh from Wolf Drusker Cogburn. And I yeah, it wasn't very. It was very good. What are you gonna do? No. Um, all right. Let's talk about what we're watching this week. Uh, a quick tease for our Patreon. I'm catching up on DC Universe stuff. So we can finally talk about the, this week. So I'm watching, like, The Thing and Titans. All uh, something. Me, something. Titans. Stuff like that. So we'll be talking about that more in the Patreon. People don't hear that this week. Um, I you watched Lost Boys. It's Halloween, guys. No. Come on. Yeah, well, I mean, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's Halloween time. So I rewatched Lost Boys. a Vampire. 80s vampire classic. Kiefer Sutherland. Joel Schumacher, director. One of his, one of his better movies. What are you putting in? on the young boys that he film shirtless. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> he's, always, he's always putting nipples dumping. <laughs> uh, the quarries were young, so they were not shirtless in this movie. I don't think I actually I don't think anyone was Actually, shirtless
1: even in it. even uh the Teen Titans dis Joel Schumacher at one point. They were doing like some weird Batman thing where they yeah. go through all the Batman stuff. Yeah. And they go to the back of it all and in the garbage is all the Joel Schumacher. Uh Batsuits yeah, yeah. And they all have Really long nipples On them it's Long nipples yeah. It's a show for kids Dude, it, it, It's made by people
0: Our age <laughs> yeah, but Guaranteed It's still a show for kids Yeah though. they don't The kids don't get it Point, Pointy nipples At children <laughs> That's terrible It's hilarious It's worse than what Schumacher Schumacher Oh my god Joe, Scho, jo, Schumacher um, Falling Down Is a good movie Remember Falling Down My God right? Ant-Man yeah, Goes crazy Ant-Man goes crazy uh, he's, uh, he's racist But also beats up A racist So it's cool <laughs> remember that? Um, Sorry, I watched Lost Boys. That was fun. Oh, I'm going to be on Off Cuts this week. Off Cuts is our PFT Media food podcast. Mm-hmm. Elliot over at uh, Orlando Meats is, uh, is hosting it over there. Mm-hmm. And he, they invited me to be on this week. And we're going to talk about the movie Soil and Green. You remember, have you ever actually seen Soil and Green, Drew? No. No. Have you seen Soil and Green? Mm-hmm. It's from 73. I saw it in college. It's been a while since I've seen it. So I rewatched it so I could talk more, you know, specifically expertly about it. Yeah. Not sound like a goddamn idiot when the uh, here's the movie guy and you know, I like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um and it's, it, it's people, Chris. And it's a thing. That's the thing. You don't even you haven't even seen the movie. Nope. No one's seen the movie. Even when I was a kid I knew soil and green is people. And uh, when you watch this movie, that's like the that's the big final reveal. That happens in the last like ten seconds of the movie, him going, Soil and green is people and then the movie ends like credits. Um there's no like resolve after that. It's crazy. It's just a dystopian future where we're being fed ourselves, Uh, but it's fun, it's a a fine, decent movie, it's not like great, but it's not bad at all, it's Charlton Heston, Mm -hmm. and uh, also other good, it's uh, Edward G. Robinson, who's a Hollywood uh, legend, it was his last movie, the day he died, he filmed his last scene, oh, yeah, Edward G. Robinson, last scene, and then I'm going to my trailer to die, I'm gonna go to my trailer, I'm gonna die, and the next day, Charlton Heston had to be like, well, (laughs) that's sure, that's more of a, that was more of a Jimmy Stewart haven't done Charlotte Heston. That was Jimmy Stewart mixed with Sean Connery. I sure that was. So, no. I'm off to slap Mary. We should give her the last word. You want to give her the last word, so I gave her the last word. Sure you did. Uh, so listen off-cuts this week. We're going to talk about Soil and Green and the benefits of, you know, uh, turning our our dead into, into food. You know, the funny thing is it's made in 72 and the movie itself is about Energy crisis, um, resource shortage um, due to overpopulation. The movie is set in 2022, so we haven't got there yet. So only in, three years in, away. In a couple of years, we'll get a bunch of soy and green means yep. on on Facebook, and you know how they do that now. If you, yep. you know we're starting to run out of those movies um, from from the 70s and 80s, and. Um, it imagines new york city there's 40 million people living in new york city by 2022 currently it's a population of like 8 million yeah. uh, it's funny that they imagine such a population boom however in 72 the world population was like 3.8 mm-hmm. i looked this up it was 3.8 now it's 7.7 7. yeah we've doubled the world so population so imagine if you go, in go years. back to 72 the people making the movie are like what if i told you in in, in 40 years the world population would be doubled okay. and We'd be okay. <laughs> you know, it's not terrible. Not yet. Well, uh, we're that get, we're de- getting there. That,
1: that all depends on what country you live in, Chris. Depends <laughs> on the
0: country you live in and the regulations in place. On the people. I mean,
1: the there, there, there's probably a there's billion people, in people living in slums right now. So oh,
0: between uh, India and China, and Norway. oh yeah. Oh. But they're so happy because they have Are nothing. They? That's what the rich tell us. The rich tell us, oh, yeah, money believe- doesn't bring you happiness. I was happy when I had nothing, et cetera, mm-hmm, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what Tony Robbins is telling mm-hmm. us, right? Yeah, yeah, as he sits on his piles of money. Gary Vanderchuk. Right, these people? Yeah. Not too believe that's where I think these people are. Anyway, that's what I'm watching. You watching anything this week, Drew?
1: Yeah, I watched a so bunch of shit. what you watch? Uh I watched uh, a comedy special on Netflix. Dion Cole, Cole Hearted. Oh, yeah. yeah are I you like familiar it. with Dion Cole?
0: I like Dion Cole. He does a bunch of movies.
1: Yeah, and he, and he, uh, he writes for uh, Conan. And has for a yes. long, very, very
0: long time. That's right. He's one of those. He hasn't come out and, and actually do stuff as well. Yeah. During the, during the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Was it funny? Was it good? Yeah, it was funny. It was good. Okay. Did some good riffs. Did he talk about... Uh, modern uh, comedy culture yes. and God damn it, of
1: course. God damn it, they it, It's the new staple. Like if you don't, if you're a comic in the year 2019 and you're putting out a special, yeah. And if you don't hit that nail, then apparently, like you're not a comic.
0: You, you take out the airplane food bit. You replace it with. Uh, you can't be funny anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. so that. they will do that. Even Theon did. Man, yeah. Yeah.
1: I also. Uh, not i watched not tom hardy and not venom on HBO,
0: you watched Upgrade. Yes. Did you like it? I did. It's good, right? It was. Did you see Upgrade? No, no. It not. was a wild So, so much better
1: than Venom, Chris. You, you, I cannot. I cannot believe how much better than Venom that movie. You watched was. it on
0: HBO. You yeah. said okay. it
1: came out on HBO. Yeah, dude, it's this weird like neo noir cyberpunk thing with fucking like fun implants yeah. and
0: fucking all sorts of weird crazy shit. My only problem with the movie is that the first like ten minutes of it or so to get to the setup to get to the fun part, yeah. the first ten minutes is like, really lame. It's a straight bummer yeah like i was watching this movie mm-hmm. and it's like it remind me of the exact setup but it's like he gets be- almost killed doesn't it, it reminds like of the crow uh yeah his uh mm-hmm. his like fiance yeah. dies yeah. don't even have a kid maybe it's like everyone dies uh. he's super sad uh. he's like paralyzed <laughs> so he's just like in a chair like sad <laughs> so the first time i was just like god oh this is so such a bummer we re-watched the crow he was crowing it up like seven minutes into the movie. Yeah. We, were, we were off yeah. and running right away in that thing. You know, I'll tell you what. This thing fucking... was like, oh, get the implant already, please. Yeah,
1: yeah. when he finally does get the implant, and and the, the fucking violence,
0: what? Yeah. yeah, the violence is over the top wow the, the, it's truly, truly i was a movie.
1: not expecting that at all and good dark ending it made oh dude, good did, good yeah. fun
0: dark ending yeah i was, I, was
1: yeah. I enjoyed it very much so yeah
0: man and you know this is one i think i mentioned this before <laughs> so much better than venom upgrade is one where when it came out i was like yeah it's not really on my list no. uh, to check mm-hmm. out especially because when it came out there was like a lot of stuff going on and i think it was like a film festival um but that was like the two months i had movie pass and it was working mm. I was like, I'll, I'll movie pass this shit. And I went and essentially saw you know, for free. I was like, I do movie pass. Uh-huh. It's totally worth it. Yeah. Of, all I, of like the dozen movie pass movies I saw, the best one, easily, <laughs> yeah. I, I, of all of them. I was like, yeah. yes, I'm happy for that. And then I canceled that shit because it was garbage. <laughs> movie pass. Crap. Bullshit. It is. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Still mad about it. <clears throat> Still mad about it. That Regal, man, that Regal yeah. pass is so, so good. Awesome. Oh, it's so good. I Thank you, it. Regal pass. Um the was he seen?
1: Oh, uh, I watched El Camino.
0: Did you now yes. see? Yeah, I wanted to watch it. Okay, cool, cool. What uh, What did you think? I, I've seen out there. the The buzz has been like, uh, yeah. not, not bad, but not good. You know? It's
1: the the problem that it has mm-hmm. is that it's ten years late. Well,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's older and fatter. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the
1: only problem. You don't. What? Feel you don't have the same feelings for this characters that you did ten years ago. There's a nice
0: little recap before the movie to be like remind you of some shit. Yeah. So things make sense to remind you how young everyone looked. Um, when it starts up on the screen, does it say at any point like El Camino colon a Breaking Bad movie? It doesn't
1: even say El Camino until the very end of the movie.
0: And then does it just say El Camino yeah. or does it say a no, It, it Bad just says El Camino. Okay. Because I hate that. Yeah. A Breaking Bad movie. Th- that's just
1: su- they just had to put that on there so people would know so what it is. So people would know what it is, yeah.
0: Because yeah. they were daring enough to like, not call it the Breaking Bad movie yes. or something. They got to do the same thing with the Sopranos movie because that's just called Newark. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to call that when it comes out Newark. A Sopranos movie or, some or shit, something. Or you something, know? yeah. Downton Abbey did it right. Yeah. like, we're just going to call this shit D- down. Abbey. Abbey, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Come on. We don't. Come yeah. on. I'm all for the entirely, but well, come on. <laughs> Just yep. <laughs> give, give it to me simple. Um, not the I don't know why I just saw about this, With the backtrack. Um, Gemini Man box office. Oh,
1: it's uh, number a uh, Joker's number one.
0: Whoa, so 45 million. 50. Whoa, that's a lot of money. You see that? Joker? No, wait, sorry, 55. Not, not yet. Yeah. I'll keep the spoilers. Wait, 55. Well, I, I nothing for you. 55, <laughs> 55 on 55. the Joker. Yeah, Nine, yeah. Damn, uh, so that's 55 this week
1: in America. Uh, Total worldwide after two weeks, we got, uh, whew, yeah, five hundred forty-three million dollars. Wow,
0: price. man! Uh, what's the other? Uh, and it only cost
1: them fifty-five million to make.
0: What's the other one that just came out? That it's um, Logan. It's, it's, I think it's uh, Logan's the most successful. Or is it Deadpool? The most successful R-rated. I think it's Deadpool. superhero movie. Joker and, just blew out. But the Joker water. is like, it's yeah. like it's coming for it, man. Yeah. it's like a, like a bullet train. It's going. It's
1: only two weeks. It's gonna blow out of the
0: water. That's wild. <laughs> that's a wild amount of money.
1: Mm-hmm. "Gemini Man" was number three, made it twenty. Number three, <coughs> Will Smith. Adam's Family was number two. 30 million, bro. Yeah, Adam's and it's family. and it's those got a better family. Rotten tomato score as well. Those families, forty
0: four percent. Even at forty four percent, that's still gonna factor in. It's over, a kids movie. over your twenty six percent.
1: A uh, A, it's a kids' movie, and B, it's also nostalgia for the parents because the parents grew up with it. Yeah, yeah. Even though we didn't, because it was nostalgia technically when we were getting it.
0: But then people our age and younger, nostalgia for the movie, the yeah. 90s movies.
1: Mm-hmm. No, exactly. But that was that was it coming around the first time with nostalgia.
0: Hashtag yeah. my Adam's Family. Yeah, so this is this is the second
1: run on Adam's Family nostalgia we've got. Isn't that a while? No.
0: Poor Munsters can't catch a goddamn... No, nobody gives a fuck about the Munsters, Any Eddie dude. Munster out there at conventions. Nope. Like, come on, I'm signing mm-hmm. these autographs for 25 bucks a pop. Nope. <laughs> they do not care. So El Camino, El Camino, it's like uh It was I mean it's, a, a it, man. It, it, it's it's a 2 hour breaking bad episode. But it's like a good one of the better episodes. I mean it's a good episode. There's a lot
1: of flashbacks. Just so you, just a good episode. So you see characters. Uh I mean it, it it was I don't know. I guess it gave closure to Jesse and what he was doing. You got to mm. see some people. You got to see uh what's his face uh fucking El Camino came out the same day he died. What movie was, fucking, what's his face? Who did it? Who who was that? Who just died? Who just died? It was, it was the, the old guy who was uh, taking, uh, he was going to take Jesse away. But then Jesse didn't go.
0: The old guy was going to take Jesse away, yeah. but then he didn't go. But uh, the old guy, the old guy, the old, oh, Robert Forster. Yes, Robert he just Robert died. Robert Forster, He, yeah, he died yeah. the day El Camino came out. Yeah, 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 that's right. I forgot he was even in Breaking Bad, to be honest. I, me too. Yeah, it was just the last season. Yeah. Yeah. Um... All right, so, uh, so, so I'll... You know, so so I mean,
1: I, I enjoyed Breaking Bad, but yeah. it was the fall of Walter that made everything so cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: it's Walter's story.
1: This is... Jesse
0: was just, this, uh, this is This is
1: post-Walter. Yeah. So, it's basically just Jesse with PTSD.
0: But then again, Better Call Saul is pre-Walter. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of Better Call Saul. Well, I mean, I don't probably. know. Better Call
1: Saul. It is what it is.
0: Um...
1: Did I ever, you, you, thought that was just okay did you ever see the Deadpool not the
0: Deadpool we, we were just talking Deadpool did you ever see the Deadwood movie yes And compared to that I, similar, similar deal
1: uh, you know what I thought personally I thought the Deadwood movie was better Better yeah, okay. for me okay. then again I like Deadwood more than I like Breaking God, Bad that was so good
0: <laughs> that was so good but I love Breaking Bad 2 um, Breaking Bad 2 Search of Recruits of Gold All right, anything mm-hmm.
1: else uh, yes also watched uh, on the History Channel so last year there was uh, Werner Herzog put out a documentary, uh, "Meeting Gorbachev," where yeah. him talking to Mikhail Gorbachev mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you know his life, what he did, blah, this, blah, that. Mm-hmm. It was on the History Channel last night, and oh, I got to watch it.
0: Was it? Damn it. <laughs>
1: so it, it's it. Werner, Werner Herzog, Herzog doing his fucking Werner Herzog thing, just talking to Mikhail Gorbachev about you know his rise to power, yeah. the disillusionment of the USSR, what yeah. happened to him, his personal story behind it.
0: Did you ever, as you were? Controlling the <laughs> Soviet Union, wonder about the futility of your life.
1: Yeah, exactly. Did you, st- did you st- wish st- for no, a media he, 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 uh, to
0: smash your he was, democracy? He, he,
1: at one point in time, asked people straight up about the uh, the, the tragic nature of. Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev's life. <laughs> like, can you explain the tragic nature of Mikhail Gorbachev? He's like, oh, of course. <laughs> oh, and it's like, wow, you already, just straight upset at this time, Werner. He's a very sad figure.
0: Yes, yeah. tell me about the tragic figure that is the albino alligator. But it
1: all—I it, mean, it, it's weird though, because some things I didn't know about it. You know, obviously, Werner Herzog is German. Uh, right. Yeah. When. Uh, when Mikhail Gorbachev was a child, mm. it was World War II. So okay. he didn't, you know, obviously Germans weren't good people. Sure. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, technically Russia was the bad guy because yes. because after World War II, between, you know, before the reunification of Germany, it was basically two countries. Yeah. And that's what Werner Herzog grew up in. Mm-hmm. So like they've, They had this weird dynamic, but, you know, at the end, they were all friends. About
0: being from different Germanys.
1: Well, different Germanys, different different Russias. Yeah. And how, you know, like, what happened, you know, how how they both affected each other's lives. Oh, interesting. So. It was was really fucking interesting. I
0: gotta see that, too. It was fun. I love a Werner Zog documentary. Yeah. Man's so great.
1: That, yeah, that was in the History Channel last night, so I watched that. Right, History Channel, okay. And also, uh, this week was uh, Genndy Tartakovsky's Primal. Um, Primal debut this week? It was well, th- it was just a limited series. It was five parts, and they played it Monday through Friday at midnight. So all the episodes are already done. It's, okay. it's over.
0: So it's out. People are going to watch yeah. now the whole thing? Yes. Awesome. And what? That's uh, is that Cartoon Network?
1: Yeah. yeah. Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome.
0: Okay. How long is each episode? Uh, 30 minutes. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, and uh, instead of a boy and his dog story, it's, uh, it's a... a caveman and his dinosaur. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. I've seen little clips online and, like and artwork and things like it, that. It's great. I... It's already bloody.
1: The, uh, the names of the episodes read like a fucking Mastodon album.
0: Oh, yeah. Ep- like, like Blood Mountain.
1: Episode one, Spear and Fang. Yeah, yeah. Episode two, River of Snakes. <laughs> Episode three, A Cold Death. Whoa. Episode four, my favorite by far. Terror under the blood moon. Whoa. That's a fun one. <laughs> and then episode five, Rage of the Ape Men. Rage of the Ape Men. Dude, it's that bonk and the great thing about this, uh not a line of dialogue in the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. It's a caveman and dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. So So it's a it's a paleo yeah. cartoon. So it's all it's all grunts and screams and scrowls and Yeah the Fucking awesome. So
0: it's good for the paleo... If you're on the paleo diet, yes. watch Primal. Uh-huh. You don't have to worry uh-huh. about getting those uh, cultural calories. And, and I hope
1: you're into Primal drum beats and metal. I, I because am. Because there's lots I of
0: am. all those things. I am as
1: a matter of yeah, fact. Love, you're going to love this okay.
0: fucking cartoon, Chris. I'm definitely going to watch Primal then after I watch El Camino. <laughs> but before I watch Meeting Gorbachev. I was about to say. I <laughs> need to watch all these things, Drew. <laughs> I was even thinking should I rewatch, upgrade, I ain't got... Time to rewatch upgrades.
1: No, not with everything else out there. I ain't got time for the shit. All right, anything else?
0: No, that was it. Damn, it's awesome. Busy it week. All right, how All right, Matt. What's part of your media diet these days? What kind of movies, TV shows, or anything are you watching?
3: Um, right now, I'm watching a lot of like revenge thrillers. Yeah. Um, I just saw one on Amazon called MFA. MFA. Yes, it's about this uh, college student. She's uh is raped. Okay. And she decides to go out and. Get the revenge. Yes, yeah. and then she becomes a vigilante and starts doing the same for other women. Oh, takes yeah.
0: even a step further there. Yes. Okay, because I was gonna say, what's a, so it sounds like I spit in your grave, peppermint. Well, peppermint, but hardcore. No, peppermint is uh, Lady Deathwish. Oh, you're right. They kill her family. Oh, and, do they? Yeah, this sounds. I know, I this sounds that. more like I spit in your grave, where she gets raped, <clears> so she <throat> goes for the revenge. Yeah. Or that one thriller. You ever see Thriller? Um, It's from the '70s. It's like yeah. a Swedish movie. That's a fucked up. It's the same thing. Girl gets sold into, like, she gets sex trafficked, Mm -hmm. so ends up in a house, like, a fucked up house. Um, I think I've talked about this on this before. And she, um, I watched this with Billy D at his place, sitting with them on the couch next to me oh, I'll never forget this uh, and she's uh, sold, sold into this house kidnapped they drug her up keep her drugged pimp her out uh, and then they show like full on it becomes a porn they show like penetration and everything it's like oh, I don't I to see no butthole penetration <laughs> they show her going in the butt and then um, and then she like lashes out at one of the Johns and cuts a John uh, like slashes his face so the pimp gets all pissed it's like you fucking bitch and takes a knife and uh Pokes out her, takes out her eye, ah! and the, and then it's like it's a low budget, super low budget no. exploitation. Okay. So it's like here's a close up shot of her face, and and like here's the knife like doing that thing where it's super yeah. like like dangerous, like oh it's so mm-hmm. close. And then it's like really slow. They show yeah. the knife going into the eyeball and piercing it. It's like no. oh this is fucked up and gross. Um, and then I, I can't remember how like if they dump her or if she escapes or whatever, but she gets out of there. She comes back with an eye patch, mm-hmm. dressed all in black. And what a shotgun. And she fucking...
1: Murders the fuck out of everybody.
0: Matrix style, (laughs) like bullet time, murders people. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. It's really cool. But you gotta watch some fucked up shit to get there. uh, You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's called Thriller. So, <laughs> so if you're if you're on that kick, man, mm-hmm. keep an eye out for that one. You yeah. know, um, um, Would you recommend if people are looking for that type of movie? Would you recommend um, MFA? Do they give you something new? Yeah, or cool? if you're
3: into like slow pace more than action. I do like then slow yes, pace stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, what else? What else you get around? Um, I just started watching The Boys on.
0: That's an, uh, yes, that's one I get on, very man. good.
1: I've already saw. Really yeah, oh, watch the really whole thing. Like that. Oh. It's good.
0: Even my mom was like, "Have you seen the boys, dude? Like, oh it is fuck.
1: It is. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost like uh, it's like a Watchmen esque mm-hmm. thing, but it's more which is funny because but but, but, a but it's, show. but it's more <laughs> knocking on the corporate side of things mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But it's just it's like. The very realistic and just laughable violence is what makes it so great and yeah. dear to my heart.
0: Yeah, some of the things that she describes to me. I'm oh, like, yeah. My like, first talk. Yeah. The thing she chose to describe to me, I'm like, Mother, my ears. I was clutching my pearls. I was like, Mother, don't. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're not my friend. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't uh-huh. talk to me like this.
1: <laughs> don't use these words. Oh, yeah. They do some pretty awful things. Pick
0: other things to talk about. Not the, <laughs> things, you talk, not the, the, the things she picked. was like, God, why? You should, I'm, your, you should, I'm your son you should watch the boys you just put images in my mind now they're associated with you this is bad um, how far into it are you um, I'm on the finale now already yeah.
1: the, oh nice the finale's good, God, it's, got got it. good uh, mm-hmm. it's got a good it's got some, some good uh, what's his fucking face Homelander violence yeah. it's got some great Homelander violence I've seen a lot in the of stuff
0: one. online about Homelander yeah, yeah for He's, sure being yeah, a big, uh, big standout character I'm, as a cool villain imagine,
1: and imagine. if Homelander's just imagine if Superman
0: was fascist. Well, what, what, he is a fascist. What if he was like... Okay,
1: no, but what What if Superman was a straight up, like, a fascist? Yeah. Like, draping the flag, carrying the cross, the whole fucking shebang. A, pa- and,
0: a patriotic fascist.
1: And on top of it, run
0: by a soulless corporation. See, that's bad. Being sponsored is bad. Superman is a fascist, but he's a fascist for morality. Yes. You know, so it's like... <laughs> so he's like well, a, so a good fascist, so if a, that makes sense? Well, the thing is, it's just that he's like... He's just stuck to his moral compass, his moral code. <laughs> Which is very basic yeah. Be nice to each other So if you're nice to each other You ain't gotta worry about Superman You know yeah. But then like What you're describing It's like No I'm all American fashion like You gotta do things oh, yeah. my way oh, like, yeah. The American oh, way yeah. Oh yeah Which transcends right and wrong Oh and yeah It becomes about something else Oh yeah It's so, about what he wants So it's a different thing <laughs> Uh, I'm. I'm thinking about this stuff a little bit. They, it's cause, good because I did. Okay, now, I need, now I need to go back. Excuse me. Part of my media diet was rereading Kingdom Come. Okay, and that gets oh, very good. A oh yeah, like, a lot of that stuff. A lot of fascism. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you control metahumans? And like, well, who are you to make the rules, Superman? Mm-hmm. He's like, I just my moral code. He's like, well, your code, different from my code, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, all that stuff's on top of mind. So the boys, all right, MFA, the boys, both Amazon, right? The, yes. Both on Amazon. See, and that's another one. The boys. Yeah. What else you got? Nothing. Man. That's it. Okay. That's hey good, man, I'm, the life is I haven't watched life, life is busy, dude. And... You know uh, another thing I just re- remembered because um, tonight is episode two of the new season. The last oh, Mister
1: Robots, the Mr.
0: robots. Yes, I did, I did watch that. They obviously. did. They did last week um, for the first episode of the new season commercial free. Yeah. And it was like, a, and, it, and it was an hour long episode.
1: And it opens like, whoa. It opens like,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> it opens like, what the fuck? <laughs> it also does this really cool thing where, especially since it's like the first episode of a season, it gives you a pretty long recap. These are all the plot threads we yeah. want you to remember, because we're going to be touching on these things. And then they're just kept going and just kept going and, and then all of a sudden going. it's not a recap anymore and then it was like oh no this is this a, is fresh this is a new scene yeah like th- this is the stuff we didn't see yeah oh, <laughs> oh the show is so good yeah and then the way they flipped um the whole thing. Have you been watching it at all, Mr. Robot? No, I haven't. It. Okay, it's worth, worth checking out. <laughs> it is bonkers. Okay. It's uh fourth and final season, so mm-hmm. you. it's a type of thing where now you can get into it knowing that it's, like, it's going to end. You yeah. Know? You're not going to be dragged on forever. Mm-hmm. They're not going to uh, pull you along. Right? No. Um. But they had this whole, like, thing where the lead character, Elliot, is talking to the camera, and he's talking to you, the viewer, the whole time. Mm-hmm in the first episode he you don't realize it until like three quarters of the way in that and Christian
1: Slater's like so I guess he's not talking yeah, to you Yeah, so, so dif- I guess I will <laughs> the,
0: different characters <laughs> and it's like oh like, wait a minute what Like I'm gonna pick up the slack <laughs> yeah. you're like oh my god I didn't even realize that we were missing that god yeah. I missed that show I'm yeah. so happy it's back and then it's gonna be gone in like so soon <laughs> in like seven weeks it's yeah. gonna be gone no more forever poof and then his movie loosing the Sky is getting sort of like mixed reviews
1: yeah so. well I mean it's a mixed trailer so
0: I thought the trailer was okay People are really fixated on the diapers thing and how it's not in the movie. Mm-hmm. He didn't include the diapers. He's like, that's a dumb detail. I don't it care. Is. And people are like, oh, how come we didn't have the diapers?
1: Because it's because probably it's abstracting sort of from the movie. And, and it's
0: but... also inaccurate, too. She had, apparently, there were diapers in the car, but she wasn't wearing them. Anyway. She was just prepared. That's all. We're talking about that Sarah Novak thing. the astronaut not Sarah Novak thing. Uh, okay. MFA and the boys. I need to add Mr. Robot to my list. And then that kingdom come, uh, man. I oh. highly recommend people reading. S- like
1: speaking that. of starting and finishing, tonight's the uh, season finale of
0: *Brightest Gemstones, Chris. Gah!
1: Gah! <laughs> season finale oh, oh, a tonight. Weeks, oh, a
0: couple weeks behind. Oh, then. you so are. Have to catch oh up man. Fortunately, they're half-hour episodes, so yeah. I, can, uh, they're quick. I can crush them pretty yeah. quick. Uh, okay, perfect timing. It's like a break. All right. Um... And also hopefully people can skip over it right at the beginning. The show opened with Billy Dee's the movies, his reviews of Parasite and uh what was the other thing he reviewed? I should've wrote it down. I didn't write it down. I gotta say that Parasite movie. Man. It played it was only played the IFC this weekend in New York oh, City. Oh, yeah. yeah and it, 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 sold was, it was sold out all the weekend.
1: Yeah. The entire
0: thing was Bill, you Bill, can't get in. Billy you know, saw it. Oh, He did. Billy saw it. Fuck wide. So he gave us his review. That's Billy. Like, These are the movies. I was at the top of the episode. So we're gonna take a break now. Damn you, Billy! He's so good, man. He's so good. We'll be back in the well, just, second half.
1: He just lives in New York City. If, but he also, if, we, if we lived in New York or LA, we would have at least a chance. That's what I'm saying. He, this type of shit. I'm saying he also takes the <laughs> initiative
0: to do so. That we have other listeners in New York. They're not sending us uh, parasite reviews. Yeah. Right. L- lazy fuck Lazy fuck So maybe they're just too busy. to that's actually more like we Or just too lazy. <laughs>
1: I'm going I'm going with lazy. All lazy. You, you go busy. Alright.
0: We'll split the difference somewhere we'll split, in the middle. I will we'll split the difference uh with indifference. They just don't care. There we go. There we go. And uh, we'll be back in a second. We're gonna we got plugs. We're gonna talk about survive if I let you. Right, you can tell us all about that, Matt. And then we got a, an email from Ron. We're gonna read Ron's email. I got a couple movie news stories, and then we're gonna play Six Degrees of Jeff Goldblum. Oh shit. Matt, hope you're ready, buddy. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Um, okay, here we go. 53 continues. We're doing our thing. Drew's a Cogburn. Online you wear. At, at your Hero
1: 419 Facebook and Instagram. Follow at Cogburn on Twitter. It's not me. They do a good
0: job. It's not you, as that, a matter of fact. And
1: apparently they do such a good job, they decided to become a patron of the show.
0: They sign up, up for our <laughs> Patreon. We, it's not me. They signed up as at Cogburn uh-huh. with a monthly patrons of $4.20. So, now we know we appreciate it. Thank you, Thanks, Patron. that is. Thank you, Patron, whoever you are, whoever he or she is. Um, it's up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash so We just put out an episode all about Demolition Man. And this week coming up, we're going to do one. where We're going to go deep on the DC Universe app. We'll talk about the shows and content available on there, uh, as well as some other stuff as well to help pad out the episode a little bit. Okay, That's sort of the... Uh, The movie news stories it's like the um the styrofoam popcorn of podcasting isn't that all of podcasting yes i gotta help pack though that empty space or else it's gonna rattle around and break (laughs) on transit that's all podcasting (laughs) yes um
1: this gets delivered to their homes
0: on a weekly basis yeah in boxes by amazon by by drones yes and so it needs uh the podcasting packing peanuts if I wasn't gonna name this episode Survivor <laughs> if I Let You, I would in call it podcasting, podcasting packing. packing peanuts. <laughs> yeah. I would. to call Survivor I Let You because that's what I do. When I have people on, mm-hmm. that's on the promote. I try oh. to name the episode after the oh, thing that I'm promoting. Cool. You know, I did that with Survivor in White. I did that with uh, other things as well. I can't remember. Um, I don't know why there's only way I can remember right now, but it is. <laughs> it's the truth though. You're so awful. When it's... Nikki, Well, when Nikki was on, she was producing her short um, Dutch book, but I do think I may have called that episode Dutch Oven Book. Heyo! Come on, Nikki. We love you, lady. I don't think she's listening. Um, Matt, tell us about Survivor If I Let You." Um, it's a
3: ten-minute short film. Okay. It's, that's for a challenge called uh, the OIFS Challenge. say it's that again. OI. The Orlando Independent uh, Filmmakers S Challenge. Okay. Okay. So very cool. Um, it's. October 26th. Okay. The due date is today. Uh The screening will be held at the AMC Altamont Springs. Nice. Very cool. Um, and it's Tickets a, are almost still now.
0: And it's a thing where they're going to uh, yes. screen everything.
3: Yes. There's two blocks. There's the thriller and horror block. Okay. We are in the thriller block. Very cool. Um i believe there's like 18 other films in that block whoa and then there's 20 in the horror
0: whoa that's a lot of filmmakers out there Mm -hmm. man very challenging how long have you been working on this for um everyone has three Mm -hmm. months to work on their film okay so and and that's when so when you decided to sign up for the project um, yes you submit a script okay and then if it's selected yeah you have to organize your own productions Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You gotta run the whole baby. Mm-hmm. Um, when you submitted your script and your idea, was that something that was already rattling around in your brain, or did you come up with that at that time?
3: Um, I usually come up with them uh, after the challenge is like yeah yeah after they tell me what the theme is for the challenge then I come up with a story. So they,
0: so they did give you they gave you some parameters to work with.
3: Um, it, yes, for this challenge it was either horror or thriller. Okay, that's it.
0: Oh, so I just give you yeah. a genre. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I got you. So if you had something in mind that already fit yes. the genre, then you could roll with it. But yes. otherwise, you got to come up with something. That mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. Um, so what is the basis of Survival Let You, the thriller? Obviously, now we can sort of start piecing things together.
3: Yes, um, it is the story of this cult. They mm-hmm. kidnap these two women, mm-hmm. but unfortunately the women are serial killers. And this uh, starts
0: putting <laughs> them down. All <laughs> yeah, right. What I like a- it. The old twist Yes. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's 10 minutes long, how quickly does like, so that happens within like the first act, like, then the first act oh, is he realizes? The, the second shot. Like right away, he's like, yes. oh, I done fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's very funny. Yes. That's awesome. That's an awesome idea. Um, so if people want to there's already I saw you post online uh a trailer essentially. Yes, right? There's so, a trailer mm-hmm. and a clip from the the final scene. And where can people find it if they want to? Look
3: um Facebook.com slash
0: survive if I let you. There you go, very, very simple. simple. And like you said, tickets are available not just for this short, but for the entire block, yes. the whole program. Mm-hmm. Uh. man, be, I may have to go check that out. I man. love I love short mm-hmm. film fests like that. Yeah. Um I saw, God, it's already been a while, but going back to like college, Drew, did you ever go to any of those, um, like the student short uh, screens, that like Aaron was involved with no. and stuff? Like, uh, I had f- I, mean, I wasn't in the film school, but I had friends in the film mm-hmm. school. Helped you with know? the production when Aaron, you know, that's needed we, help and Actually we're not helped not make the goddamn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, that's why I figured, since I'm there, I might as well see the final product. Yeah, then. I never saw any of the final products. Nah, it was, yeah. it I, like
1: My car was the star of one of
0: them. <laughs> yeah. wasn't. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so weird good times we need the car man come on we need the car give us your car Uh, I loved going to like you know for the film school when they had a project the whole class had a project so they're like all right, now it's time for the screening Mm -hmm. and he just watched like 10, 15 like short films and just like anything you know some of them are gonna be good Mm -hmm. some are gonna be bad and one or two are gonna be fucking like brilliant like holy shit Mm -hmm. like someone someone did this Like, like, (laughs) like there's someone here that can do this stuff oh my god um yeah that's always a great challenge this is my fifth challenge nice yes that's awesome that's very cool man mm -hmm. that's very exciting well good luck thank you all right i hope i hope there's uh is there like a prize at the end what's um uh, yes they are
3: having uh an award show i believe it's november 23rd at full sale okay
0: so full sale that makes sense obviously yeah.
3: yeah Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that one full sale makes perfect. It's goddamn full sale. They got mm-hmm. their fingers and everything. They're oh, yeah. Good. Um, oh man, yeah, good luck. It's an audience prize type thing, too. Is there um, like a jury and an audience prize? Well, the last challenge, they had an audience award. Okay. Uh, so I'm
3: guessing they have one this time. So. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, pretty easy. Just hand on some ballots, come mm-hmm. up at the end, and have an audience award. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. simple. Um, any chance uh, afterwards? I guess. Depending on how it turns out the the word you get from people, would you like then wanna submit this to other film festivals? Of course, yes. yeah. let's see if we can get any traction out there. Yeah, yeah that's always fun, right? Mm-hmm. See uh get it playing. Man, that's that's awesome. Survivor by you people, check it out online. Support Matt. Yes. And if you for your local yokels, if you're uh what's the date again for the screening? Um October twenty sixth. October twenty sixth. If you're not doing nothing and you and the area, check it out, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like fun. Support your local filmmakers. Yes. That's very cool. And if do you want people to follow you online? Where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Celery.
3: Yeah, we already said at the top, um, Matt Celery. Instagram, Gustashine.
0: G-U-S-T-A Shine
3: Yes yep. And Matthew Lamont Burgess on
0: Facebook There you go full, The full name on Facebook yes. You know how Facebook does mm-hmm. with the, They want your information man They want, they want your nickname They want you yes. Social security number <laughs> They want your blood type They want your Your shoe size mm-hmm. <laughs> They want it all Drew did you upload Your uh, Facebook blood test yet? Excuse me I'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> um, I, don't,
1: I don't trust any giant faceless corporation with my blood. That's why I haven't done, like, the Ancestry or the I know, man, me, too. And me Like, I, I would love to have that information. I want to know. But I
0: am not willing to give them my DNA. I want to know my percentage of Ashkenazi Jew. I know what's in there. I, I want to know. Is it 2%? Is it 3%? I want to be able to, like, I want to claim some, uh, you no. know. mm mm-hmm. uh, But no, I ain't giving them no no. my DNA. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. They gotta take it from my cold dead hands, which they probably will. want of yeah, them, dead.
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, be, you'll be dead, so it'll be okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, at that point, what do I care? Yeah, what do I care? You don't care anymore. More? All right, um, I'm a survivor. I let you. People check it out. Uh, email cinemaacrossbreeze@gmail.com. Patreon. I already said the Patreon. We talked about that. And uh, let's do a quick game. We've been doing it for a few weeks now. It's uh, submitted by one of our listeners, by Gabe Gabe the Great. We love this guy. And it's the Six Degrees of Jeff Goldblum. It's got an intro and it goes like this. And it goes like this. Hi, I'm Jeff Goldblum. Like that. My job is to be devoted to love and to devotion itself.
3: No, of course I don't die. I prevail and... The, and the,
0: the the great animals are let out in San, San Diego. Diego. That's right. Six Degrees of Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, a game. I think, Drew, do you remember that started in the 90s, man? Did it? Yeah. I remember that mm-hmm. in high school. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. We're doing Six Degrees of Jeff Goldblum. One step at a time, week by week.
1: Very slow. Very slow. Very slowly. slow process.
0: So back in episode 348, we started. Uh, Gabe introduced the game to us and told us to start with Jackie Chan. I think that was right after we did the Rumble in the Bronx episode of our Patreon during this time. It. I think so. So, uh, to recap, we start with Jackie Chan. That week's guest, Mike and Lisa, said Rush Hour. All right? The next week, Steve Vecchi, in 349, said Chris Tucker in Rush Hour. You know, like movie actor, movie actor. It's like a movie chain game or mm-hmm. movie chain game. Yes. He said, Chris Tucker, the following week, Sam and Trav from Sam Antics, they were on and they said the movie Friday. They picked the movie Friday because apparently they want to make things a little difficult. A little difficult. Uh, the following week, Swervy was here, Swervy Jones Show, and from movie Friday, he picked Ice Cube. Obvious choice, I think, for Friday, right? Last week, Steve Vecchi was back for Ice Cube. He chose the movie Anaconda. So here we are, Matt, mm-hmm. episode 343. We're trying to get to Jeff Goldblum. How do you think we could get there from Anaconda? Pick an actor. John Voight. Okay, I like it, John Voight. He's in a ton of stuff, for sure. Chosen by Matt Sellery. There you go. That's how you play six degrees of Jeff Goldblum. All right. Excellent choice. Hopefully, uh, Scott, the spot, will like that decision. He's very vocal about it on Twitter. Oh, man. He, he loves this game, but it frustrates him so much. Drew, it's very funny. <laughs> he
2: is uh, so angry at it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> he gets
0: so angry at them. Um, all right. There we go. That was Jeff Goldblum game. Drewster Cogburn. I sent you an email you from our homie, Ron. That is correct. So let's read it. <clears throat> oh, wait. Let me give him an intro. Uh... You don't know black music. You never understood black music. You couldn't handle black music. Shouts to Lady Reptastic. <laughs> rest, rest in power, Lady like Wherever you are, she ran away. I don't know. She left the state.
1: I mean, she probably just got on the wrong bus one day and never made her way home. She's probably just walking uh, the streets. You know, you know what? God damn <laughs> so, Sounds viable, doesn't it?
0: it in, instead of a link, she got on a yeah. Greyhound. Yeah, and, and just ended up somewhere else. She's like, well, I guess this is my life now. <laughs> All right, we miss you, lady. All Bye. right, email
1: from Ron. So I saw Gemini Man. Gemini Man in the high frame rate, lucky, and IMAX 3D,
0: lucky that LA
1: affords me. The first thing I want to mention is the last two production promos for this movie were so intense and beautiful animations right. that you should go to that viewing just to see them. But they were, for, but they were for China. And with the blizzard handling of the Chinese protest and the sad way the NBA is handling the selling out to China, Mm. it makes me feel conflicted. I understand the difference of Hong Kong and China and support the protest. I would love to maintain what they are trying to accomplish. That's why the protest is important. Mm -hmm. But seeing the promo in a movie now makes me want to walk out and not support the regime. Mm. But I didn't. And And it was a good thing because I came with a solution for these movies. Okay. Will Smith is the new Liam Neeson, Jean-Claude, or Seagal. Okay. This movie is not great, but it looked fucking fantastic. It looked good. Or, quote-unquote, fire, as the kids would say. Flame, son! The quality of Gemini Man is okay because uh, neither was taken, Cyborg, or Under Siege, but I would die for the last two movies. I aged out for Liam Neeson Mm. to be my guy, Okay, but... To see some cool action, but for the 12 to 19 year olds who sneak into movies and love to see some cool action and effects, this is their movie. The fight choreograph had some realism into it that I appreciate, like Seagal with the kitchen knife on a battleship. I, res- I respect. Heroes got hurt and they didn't get fixed right away mm-hmm. unless you were a cyborg. Mm-hmm. The 3D was sensational, very well used, and not cheesy during all that was used. In Bad Boys for Life. I would
0: expect the 3D to be amazing. It's an Ang Lee movie.
1: The yeah. Uncanny Valley is getting smaller with the fake Will Smith. But it's still there, though. That crying scene from the trailer is lame, but I would toggle between is that fake or not ever seven seconds or not every, every seven, seven seconds. Gotcha. Man. So go see it for the science, but show your cousin at a sleepover when the parents are asleep and bond over the bad guys dying. <laughs> Sleepover movie. Okay, I got you. And then he's got some spoilers that I won't talk about.
0: Oh, okay, Ron. I'm sorry. We're going to have to... Drew and I will just have an off-mic private conversation about your spoilers. Mm -hmm. Um, I will... Okay, I I like the idea of Will Smith being our new like old man action star. Mm -hmm. Because he's he's not that that age. He's hitting 50. Mm -hmm. We can retire Liam Neeson. All right. We got Tom Cruise going strong. Oh, dude! Cruz T- is T- murdering. Yeah, he's going it strong mid- right now. Mid fifties yeah. now. He's doing his mission possible back to back. Dwayne Johnson, I think he's fifty. I think he's pushing fifty now. So yeah. he gets, but he still looks young. So it's still gonna be a while for him before he's like a believable old man. Mm-hmm. Will Smith is that that was like his real gray hair, right? Yeah. Right. He, yeah. was, this is like the first time we did a movie where he hasn't dyed his hair. I think so. He didn't have no just for men in there. No. Um. Yeah. He can pull. I mean, like, he's finally at that age where like, yeah, but he's still. Physically, I can still believe him moving around. Like he still looks good. Uh, Like he's he's thicker just because he's an older man, but he's still like in great physical shape, you know. And then we don't need Stallone out there doing it. No, we we don't need Stallone doing anything. Stallone, stop! Even Schwarzenegger is like just wearing t-shirts in his uh, goddamn Terminator. As well, he should.
1: (laughs) we don't need to see his saggy man boobs
0: no you don't man. he's still fit as fuck I'm sure he is but honestly. he's an old
1: man You're, I'm sorry your, your skin just doesn't have the same your elasticity
0: don't wanna hold no more man put on a t-shirt please I mean lift all the way to Arnold that's fine put, put on a on. t-shirt put on a t-shirt Arnold it's like this is wonderful thank you all for coming here to watch me lift now let me take off my shirt no oh! oh, I'm sorry no I, keep, I put this back on now. no it's no, <laughs> my mistake now I'm here to lift You're, you beat the fat congratulations <laughs> still really into fitness. He loves fitness. It's fine. Okay, um, I wish I was that into fitness, you know, instead of, uh, like I said, no. cheeseburgers. Yeah. God,
1: man. I gotta, so you never gotta, got the you never got the presidential fitness award from Ronald Schwarzenegger? No, When you man. were in high school or middle was, school, whatever I, the fuck that, that was, the, was. That was
0: the only test I couldn't pass. The presidential physical fitness test. Mm. <laughs> Even as a kid. That was a run, man. You want you to run a mile? Fuck that. I can
1: only do, like two of the whatever yeah, I, things I know well. man I couldn't
0: do the runs I couldn't do the, the pull
1: ups I didn't mind doing the uh, I could do the shuttle the shuttle run really well for whatever reason uh, well, but not the long run runs it's run. just back and forth back and forth back and forth back and forth
0: cause you've got ADD no of course you can go back and forth like you're like a and then I could do sit ups like, like a motherfucker gerbil. So, yeah, when you're a kid you do
1: everything sit-ups. else though
0: garbage as long as you're not like a really fat kid you can do sit ups yeah. and like I could do I could do Okay, everything it's else was garbage garbage right garbage presidential fitness test oh. my ass is sons of you, you
1: always watch that 10 minute okay children now, you know.
0: uh, now get to lifting and then get to running around and this is for Mr. Reagan Reagan wants to see you be fit children because we get fat as a country nation shut up Arnold.
1: they should have st- stuck to that shit maybe we wouldn't be as morbidly obese they world, don't do it anymore morbidly obese they don't do
0: presidential physical fitness no more for the kids
1: does anybody do any sort of physical fitness for the kids anymore
0: Kids don't need physical fitness, they need fruit roll-ups. <laughs> I see the commercials on TV. <laughs> uh, Alright, so how's it for email emails. Email us and we'll read it on the show because that's all we do. Alright, let me see. Let me pull these, um these stories here. I got a couple of stories. Let's wrap up the show with these stories. Where are my stories at? Uh, Instagram, oh, Cinema Crush, so Instagram, follow us. Um, Twitter at Crush, so follow us. Um, a marathon is twenty six point one miles. Did you know that, Drew? Yes. Very cool. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for a, any sort of follow up to that. All right, three, two, three. Here we go. Um, speaking of Will Smith, he's bringing back Fresh Prince of Bel Air. All right. Okay, hear about this hear about this at all yeah maybe kind of big news in the last couple days no Uh, I think he's working with it looks like BET specifically they're rebooting the show Um, they've been talking about it for a few years but this is more like an official announcement that's actually happening he has his own company Westbrook that's his uh, his production company so they're developing it this is all as per the Hollywood Reporter THR Uh, as y'all remember Uncle Phil be dead oh yeah James Avery passed yeah. away in 2013, I just watched something.
1: Weird. I mean, it's fine. We don't need Uncle Phil. We can just bring in a new Aunt Viv.
0: <laughs> Our third Aunt Viv. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll bring in a third one. Make it all okay. Make it.
0: Uh, make it. What's her name? We, we just had her in Creed. She was the new Creed. Lady Ooh, Gisner. yeah. We can Rashida. have. You, you can have uh, Lady Huxtable. Lady Huxtable. No. I think exactly. <laughs>
1: she. She could be the new.
0: She stands with Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Rashida. No. No. God, what's her name? Jones is Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> something completely different. It's, I don't know why I'm totally blanking on her name now. Yeah, so we need a new ANVIV.
1: Yeah, well, let's get a new ANVIV.
0: Uh, I remember at one point there was.
1: I mean, Carlton's doing AFV now, so. I'm sure he could use a paycheck.
0: He definitely needs a paycheck because he tried suing the Fortnite people for taking his Carlton dance and then he had to drop that lawsuit because it was like this ain't happening. Oh, really? Yeah. It was was bad, bad, Yeah, he needs money. It was bad, bad, bad. (laughs) People were pointing out, oh, other people were doing that dance before you and he was like, Mm -hmm. but I'm Carlton. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he needs the money. Uh, Oh, you know who doesn't, I think, need the money? Tatiana Ali. She just had a third kid. She's doing great. Oh, good for her. I swear to God, maybe... Maybe because the, this news was out, so someone felt like reporting on her. No. She just had her third kid, and people were like, I was like, and then I saw just going through the internet. It's like, was like, oh my god, I remember her. And I clicked on her, and scrolling through like her family pictures and all shit. It's like, she looks fucking exactly the same. She, look, she just looks like a 35-year-old version of uh, well, Ashley. Ashley Banks. God damn it, it's incredible. Gotta fill Banks, bro. Gotta fill those Banks. Fill those Banks, you gotta fill those Banks. Phil Banks, Phil Banks. Uh, Jazz is still around, obviously. Oh, yeah. uh, what's her name? Hillary. But, who, but who's going to throw Jazz out the door? He's going to have to throw himself out the door. Okay, so He did that guy. a couple times. He did, that <laughs> You always knew when Jazz was going to get thrown out the door because he was always wearing the same shirt. If he walked <laughs> yeah. in wearing a specific shirt... Because it's the only time
1: they filmed him getting thrown yeah. out the door so he just used th- the same one over the So they had to they the the
0: match out. the footage. So if he walks in with the specific shirt, it's like, oh, he's getting thrown out the fucking <laughs> door, man. He walks in with, like, a brown shirt or yellow no, you're and, fine. Oh, he's fine. Oh. He's not going to piss <laughs> off Phil in this one. Um, so there was, I don't know if it was like a rumor or if they're not going to go this route, but there was an idea that if they were going to do a Fresh Prince like sequel series, it would be that Fresh Prince himself, Will Smith, is still living in Bel Air. He's all grown up. He's got his own family. And it's the opposite. He feels like his kid's a little soft. He's no. Like, oh shit, like, I grew up successful, we have money, and now my kid's spoiled. I almost send his ass To West Philly To live in West Philly oh, so, so the Fresh Prince that of Bel-Air out a water store, Yeah right? So now it's the other way He's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air But bel He ain't Bel-Air does no not Bel-Air Now he's, now he's yeah. in West Philly He's like what's up Prince of Bel-Air And giving him shit And stuff like that Could be a decent show it Could be Could be done I mean if it's done right If it's done right It's just a It's a fucking sitcom here, heres a shit? Here's, here's the thing Chris
1: <laughs> Does anybody watch Does anybody watch sitcoms yeah. anymore I yes. don't know
0: Yeah surprisingly I don't know Do they Surprisingly, I, I guess because it's like the simplest form of entertainment, and and still plenty of people still have network TV. Uh, yeah, but they're still just
1: doing the three camera on set.
0: No, yeah. no. Well, there's still some three cameras, but there's a lot of I don't maybe do use three cameras, but it's a lot of like single ca- single camera in a home. Okay, like um, looks looks like Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, so stuff like uh, there's the the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs yes. is set in the eighties. Okay, there's um in the middle. I think it's called in the middle. And it's about, is um, it called in the middle? And it's about the big thing that sets it apart is that one of the kids in the family is uh, he's in a wheelchair. He's got like okay. uh, MS or something no. or CP, and uh, it's not like an act. Like the kid really does yeah. that. And um, there's those shows. Modern Family still going strong. Big Bang Theory just finished like uh, 42 seasons or whatever they did. Young Sheldon is very popular on mm. CBS, Ugh. but obviously we're these demographics talking. Forties, fifties, old. My yes. pa- my parents watch these shows. Okay. Know, in their sixties and stuff yeah. like that. There's still tons of baby boomers out there. There's mm-hmm. tons of them, yeah. and they ain't they ain't cutting their cable anytime soon. No, so yes. they wouldn't
1: know what to do without so, cable. So
0: sitcoms, baby, bring back Roseanne. Bring back they Cheers. Did. They did. That's what I'm saying. Wait, they they bring I, back I saw. Cheers. No. They bring back Cheers. Oh, uh, they should. I, no, right? no, no, bring back no, cheers. no. This week. Oh God, I was
1: watching this something. Week. This week on, I think this week on ABC, it's. Or maybe it was last week. I saw commercials for it leading up to it. Obviously, didn't watch it, but it was like all the people that had old shows back in the day who have shows now. They brought people back from their old oh. shows, so like they had a Cheers reunion on
0: on oh, dancing show, like Good Place
1: or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then they had a whatever reunion on this show, and it was a whole week of that.
0: Oh. So man. they're already
1: working on it.
0: Smart, smart, smart. Yeah. You know. And all those people want money. <laughs> Everyone wants to get paid. Especially when you're older. Like, shit, no one's knocking on my door anymore. Um, Karen Parsons. That's Hillary's name, Karen Parsons. So we'll see if they all come back. We'll see if it's that idea. Will Smith sent his kid. Or it's all. We'll see what it is. We'll see. But there's going to be a spinoff show. I'll, I'll give it a watch. Who gives a shit? Like I said, this is a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of prequels, sequels, spinoffs, things that no one wants or cares about, but we're getting anyway. How do you feel about a training day prequel? Oh god, I heard about this. Yeah, this is this interesting?
1: I mean, I it it can lead to some interesting storytelling, but that whole like culture training day bullshit is like very Early 2000s, 1990s. Training
0: Day was like it kicked off a a trend of the crooked cop or the, the gray mm-hmm. area cop yeah. movies, you know? And it's not like that hasn't existed before. No. I mean, Harvey Keitel did Bad Lieutenant in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, yeah, Abel vlogging lives in that world. And we got um, a new one coming out soon, Black and Blue. Black and Blue. Black and Blue is an interesting one. For some reason, the first time I watched the trailer, it was like, hey, body can. it didn't really set into It's a body cam movie, Chris. It's a body cam movie. No, what it is, it's really... It is a topic that is kind of interesting, right? For drama, which is what happens when a black person becomes a cop, yeah. and that one dude talking to Naomi Harris is like, "Listen, you're blue now. You're a cop now. You're blue." And then it cuts to like her walking through a neighborhood, yeah. and like a dude's rolling by on a bike and has his phone out, and he's like, "I'm videotaping you, cop." And she's like, "I'm a black lady." Like, "No, you a cop, you know?" And that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, that thin blue line sucks, man, because they will uphold that no matter what your skin color is. You yeah. a Spanish guy, and then. That's a thing. Spike Lee. Too bad Steve's not here. He'd be yelling. About, <laughs> he'd be yelling about Spike nice. Lee. Um, do the right thing. Going back to 1989 now, has a moment where um, a cop car rolls up and, bunch, and a couple of cops get out, and there's a white guy and a black guy, and the black cop goes way harder than the white cop because he's like trying to prove, like, no, man, mm. you know, I'm the thin blue line. I'm on the cop side of no. this whole equation. So they go too hard to okay. prove their copness, you know? So. I, don't know. I think the first time I saw the trailer, I was just like, oh, it's that Tyrese movie. <laughs> i was just focused on being yes, Tyrese It's like, oh, this is the one he, he... He is on his uh, anti-psychotic drugs long enough to shoot this one. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Good to know. Good to know. That poor guy. Yeah, that rough patch. Mm-hmm. Remember when he went crazy yes. for a minute? Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, he was like, oh, guys. I was, it was my no drugs. He's <laughs> like, I was on a new medication. It fucked me up. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's apologizing left and right. Poor dude. Um, I like Nomi Harris. You know, I may, I may check that one out, Black and Blue. Also, I'm a big... Uh, my Punisher, Frank mm-hmm. Grillo. Yeah, Frank Grillo's in it. I and love Frank is. Grillo. Um, but Training Day. All right, so if they do this prequel, they could get um, John Washington. John, what's his name? John David Washington. Oh yeah. Get Denzel's son. No, yeah. come on, man, guys. I mean, they could. He looks sort of like him. Looks sort of like him. Sort of. Probably a little bit of making. He's too short. He's he's not shorter than Denzel. Yeah. Um
1: And but, but man, does he do great white voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Mr. Duke Man. Black Clan's <laughs> been so good. That's on HBO, I think, now. Is it? I think if people want to watch it, yeah. it's on HBO. Highly recommend that one. Um the train day prequel would take place um in the days, two days leading up to the Rodney King verdict. Mm. Uh mm-hmm. then obviously LA riots. Yeah. Which uh Ha You're doing this again, Chris? Where you just dumping shell over the floor? There's a there's a Kurt Russell movie that's already takes place during that time period. Did you ever see Dark Blue? Dark Blue. Dark Blue, yeah. Dark Blue. Again, this is what I'm saying. This is from the the years following training day inspired all these, like, mm-hmm. cops are gray area. These cops are bad, but they're also trying to do good, et etc. et cetera. Oh, these cops are racist, but he's also helping people. Kurt Russell. Dark Dark Blue Blue. it's like 2003 set in the Los
1: Angeles Police Department 1992 Dark Blue is a thriller that takes place days before the acquittal of four white officers and the beating of black motorist Rodney King and the subsequent LA riots
0: and Kurt Russell is a guy he's like part of it's like a Ramparts type movie with uh, Woody Harrelson where he's he's part he's, of like the, he's assigned uh, a quadruple homicide he's assigned, as they work the case and he and he's a racist guy Him, but he's also oh. still trying to do the job he's, it's the type of thing where like he's racist but he's also like well, I'm a cop I'm gonna do my job you know I'm not gonna let my racism stop me from doing my job Is a, oh, yeah. yeah. a bullshit movie cop he's a bullshit movie cop and uh, but then it's like uh, he's also kind of dirty and stuff and you know it's it's okay it is what it is but it's, it's again post training day it was inspired by the side of movies um and then now this prequel comes out and it's the same fucking plot as this uh Kurt Russell ripoff movie. Yeah. yeah it all comes back around <laughs> that's the whole point that's the whole point of that one um speaking of cops and their true nature <laughs> maniac cop is a movie series from the 80s
1: mm-hmm.
0: horror, horror you, you, if you like horror stuff, so, man, you may like this uh and it's about a, a cop who's like, he's, an, he's, a a, he's a maniac, he's a psycho, and he kills people, and, you know, he, he's a cop during the day, but then he's like a fucking killer at night. And they made a whole series of them, and they are now turned into a TV show being produced by Nicholas Winning Reffin. Huh. He, um, uh, right? So imagine, like, two old to die okay. young type stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and being directed by Jonathan Himes that Hyams is a the son of Peter Hyams who himself is a longtime director uh, kind of a hack to be honest like he's he has a, a lot of bad movies but also some enjoyable ones for sure his dad did this movie called um, you ever see a Sean Connery movie called outland outland this from the early 80s outland he's the only sheriff on the moon. On the moon, yes! <laughs> on the moon of like Yes, a,
1: Sean Connery, moon sheriff. I have seen that. He's
0: a moon sheriff, but it's like Jupiter's moon or whatever. Yeah. Or Saturn's mm-hmm. moon or something. And so it's like, you know, obviously it's in the future. And uh, they have a mining colony set up. And the movie, it's just a remake of High Noon. So he's a sheriff of this town, of this moon base. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, some, like, mercenaries are coming to take... Because he's, uh, he's uncovering some corporate bullshit that he's trying to stop. So they call in some mercenaries to come and take him out. So the whole movie is him trying to go around and find help. And people are like, I ain't helping you. These guys are coming to kill you. I ain't getting killed for you. And it's to the point where it's supposed to be like a Western. He even goes... It's a base... sci-fi he goes to like the break room and it's got the batwing doors that that you see (laughs) at a a saloon but they're made out of metal but he's like walking through batwing doors and shit like that it's like shotguns and shit it's called Outland that's this guy's father John Hyams did um those crazy direct-to-video Universal Soldier sequels. Oh! With John uh, claude Van Damme in small we, roles. We watched
1: yes. one of those. We, we watched mm-hmm. one with Scott Atkins. Yes, yeah, which was oh. very, which is very Apocalypse nice. Now.
0: Have you, have you seen these movies? Mm-hmm. Dude, they're, yes. They're, they're, they're crazy. They're fucking yeah. wild. And the action's so good. And then those are like really, really low budget. Mm-hmm. So you give this guy a little bit of money and who knows what he's going to do, you know? I highly recommend, what's it called? Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning? It's got some super generic, terrible yeah. title, but it's the fifth one of the series, the fourth and fifth one, the low yeah. budget ones. He directed those. They are low budget action extravaganzas. Mm. Um, that, that fifth one, the Scott Adkins one, starts slow. The first hour is slow, but then once he like he awakens his character, and then he's like, I know kung fu. It's like, <laughs> it. it's, crazy. it's like it's crazy. There's like it's so much shit. Oh my god, holy cow. I'm going to
1: watch it. got wacky face paint. Oh
0: no, I'm going to watch it right now the crazy face <laughs> paint. Yeah, like uh, a popsicle. Like I said, now, crazy. Now, Yeah. Man. Nuts. Uh so he is going to be doing a maniac cop TV series. <sighs> Produced by the dude who did Drive and Only God Forgives yeah. and all this other shit. It's gonna be a fucked up. It's
1: gonna be bonkers. Neon drenched show. Yeah, it is. L- lots of neon. Lots of neon. Lots of neon. Lots of uh, electronic music. Lots of neon. Lots of, of electronic ne- music. Lots of uh, <laughs> people saying nothing and then horrific violence. I hope so. Yeah,
0: a lot of staring. Just staring. <laughs> and then hammers. Yes,
1: <laughs> oh God, I love- You know, seriously, Chris, this has been a pretty good year for hammer violence too. <laughs> Between the dog violence and the hammer
0: violence, it's been a pretty good year. <laughs> Any hammer violence and. If I, if I let you? No, just bat violence. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> good old-fashioned bludgeon. I was going to say, yes. Yeah. It's still a bludgeoning. Yeah. <laughs> I Can't go wrong with a bludgeoning. Yeah. You could get get splatter with a bludgeon. Yeah. Um, okay, so there he goes. It's time to wrap this thing up, Drewster Cogburn. So if you guys will, excuse me, please, I need to turn to the audience. I'm going to walk over to my stool that's on a separate part of the stage over here. Excuse me put the spotlight on me okay turn to the audience okay so what is the moral of today's episode episode 353 today's moral is uh bludgeons are good for that splatter batter drusa I mean I,
1: I would agree if, if you like bludgeoning there's a lot of it in Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal okay there we go L- lots of rock on face violence there
0: we go that's your Sakagarin's moral is check out Primal for bludgeonings. Uh, Matt do you want to impart people with a moral or a bit of advice maybe at this time up to you um, always believe in yourself <laughs> Yes, yeah, cheesy but but okay. good yes it's a oldie but a goodie yes it's just like the twist always going to work believe in yourself Drew Sir believe in yourself I don't believe in anything <laughs> you don't believe in anything don't ask me why is it I'm digging your sink lady girl, you, you, we miss you lady that's it for episode 353 of cinema Crespity. so Matt celery thank you sir Thank you. My favorite low-calorie listener, man. This guy, I, this guy's so low-calorie. When I eat him, I burn calories, Jusakogren. Don't look at me like that. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to put that together in my head, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to... I
0: might want to rethink your words there, bud. You know what? It's already recorded. Don't worry about it. Okay. Jusakogren, thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. And all you listeners, you are welcome for this week's episode. We'll be back next week with 354. That's how math works. Uh, Patreon.com, sign up to hear all the good stuff we got. It's been a year, Drew, of us doing the Patreon show, mm-hmm. which means now is a great time to sign up, because, goddammit, what's the four episodes a month for 12 months? Mm. That's not a backlog. Dude, 50 episodes that you can get right now that's like at least on average probably
1: like around uh, 75 to 100 hours yeah because each episode
0: is between 30 minutes to an hour approximately we got a couple that go a little longer
1: some of them go two hours Chris
0: well the ones the ones that are about movies specifically can go up to two hours Uh, but there are not that many of those so guys sign up now for as little as a dollar you can get fucking goddamn a lot of content What I'll steal one shit when we put it on the thumb drive and send it to you for free, that's not happening. That's, that's a lot of work. Working money. Expensive work. Ain't got time for that. Who got time for that? You got time for that? Ain't got time for that. Uh, man, this caffeine's really hitting me now. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's it. That's 353. Thank you guys. You are awesome. And listeners, you are welcome. We'll be back next week. Peace out. <laughs> This oh, is the crispy Radio